EO Fire 1116. I was using people and loving money versus loving people and using money. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day course today. Create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. When you're ready to turn your next big idea into a business, ignite your branding with 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire for a free $99 upgrade. Funding Circle loans are designed exclusively for fast-moving businesses like yours. Visit FundingCircle.com slash FIRE and enter promo code FIRE for $250 off your first loan origination fee. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jefferson Santos. Jefferson, are you prepared to ignite? Of course. Yes. At age 25, Jefferson was 1100 negative in his bank account, 70K in debt, and in desperate need for a change. Through a transformational journey today, he's a seven-figure entrepreneur with a team of over 300,000 people in over 30 countries. Jefferson, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure, John. Uh, first of all, it's an honor to be on the, on the podcast today, Thanks. and I really appreciate the your time here. You know, I, I, you know, I grew up in Dallas and with my sister, my, my mother, single mom raising my sister and I, she had three jobs and you know, we, we, we struggled growing up, but as a kid, you know, I really didn't know until I was about nine years old. And, uh, one of my friends, we were going back to school and I asked my friend, Hey, what did you for this? What did you do for the summertime? And they said, Oh, my parents took me to Hawaii and asked my other friend, you know, what did you do for the summertime? Well, my parents took me to Mexico and I'm thinking in my head, I just hung out at the apartment complex pool, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, dude, what's the deal? Like, what? I, I start right then, I started to see a contrast in what my lifestyle was and then my friend's lifestyle. Yeah. And so that was kind of the beginning of this little seed, you know, that was planted about success. Even though I didn't know what success was, I just know that I definitely didn't have it. So Jefferson, that started you off on this interesting journey throughout life about what success was, what it would take to attain that success. And it wasn't, you know, a straight journey to success as we shared in the intro. I mean, you face some tough times, specifically at the age of 25. And we're going to get into a pretty intense story coming up here in a minute. But first off, let's talk about present day. And you're at a networking party and people walk up to you and say, Jefferson, what exactly do you do? How do you respond to that in just 10 seconds? Well, I say, you like to vacation, right? They say, yeah. So I say, well, let's, I help people vacation more, earn money, and make a difference in the world. That's what I do. And Jefferson, let's talk about money, though. You got to have money coming in the door. So let's talk about revenue. Like, how do you actually bring dollars into your business? Well, right now, I mean, here's what happened about, God, this is probably like 17 years ago. Um, I, I met, well, 19 years ago, I met a good friend of mine. He, I was 20, he was uh, 28. And he was already a millionaire. And, you know, I started, I kind of crawled up under his wing, you know, <laughs> got into his calendar and, and, and kind of made him mentor me. It's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you don't, you don't ask to be men. You don't go up to your mentor and say, Hey, will you mentor me? You just kind of do things to add value to their life to, yes. you know, get them to, to pay attention to you, you know, and he saw that I was hungry and, and, and I, and I, and I really, you know, uh, honored his time. And, and so fast forward to, 
you know, uh, about 15 years ago, you know, he, we were all sitting around a table, me, him, and a few of our buddies, and we're like, man, how could we, you know, travel around the world with our friends and family, create some great memories, and, and you know, earn some money while we're doing it, and like make a difference in the world? Like, how could we do that? So we, you know, we started lo- looking around for, you know, companies to be a part of or something, and it just, the concept didn't exist. So, you know, we, we had to create it. And, and so now, uh, nine and a half years later, we've been doing this for nine and a half years in 30 countries. We, you know, launched this kind of VIP type travel club. And so how I make my money is I, I, uh, we, we promote this travel club and we help people get wholesale vacations and even for free. And, and, um, and that's built, um, we do things for word of mouth. We don't do any, any traditional advertising and that's built to a seven figure income now. And so now me and my wife, we take a vacation every single month to some exotic location around the world. And we've got uh, two little boys and, we're stay-at-home parents, and you know we, we take them on a lot of trips. But we have a lot of our, you know, mommy daddy trips too, you know, and uh, it's cool. It, it's really really fun. And so now, um, you know, I just help other people uh, uh, do that because um, I think that you know most of us we work fifty, you know, fifty weeks out of the year to get two weeks off to do what? Well, travel, or we or we work sixty-five, seventy years of our life to retire to finally travel. You know, so for me. Uh, I think travel is a big thing. I think for a lot of us, it, 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 it is if we had the time and the money. And so I was kind of tired of that obstacle always coming up for us, for me. <laughs> so I was like, how can we create something, a vehicle that can just help us bust through the time and money issue, you know? Did you ever think you'd have 300,000 people on a team? No, no. I mean, <laughs> uh, matter of fact, here's, here's a funny little story. Okay. So fourth grade, I'm nine years old. Fourth grade, my first organized football year, right? We lose. Fifth grade, we lose. All throughout elementary school, junior high, I lost. Then high school, I lost. Senior year, we were like 500, 500. We, you know, lost five, one, five, right? Then, so I'm like my entire, I love football and I was, and I was a pretty good player, but it's done about what you are. It's about the team, right? <laughs> So, so then I get accepted to the Naval Academy. I play football there in Annapolis. We lose there. The year I left there, they won a bowl, a bowl wow. game, which means I didn't get the bowl ring. <laughs> so then I transferred over to Texas Christian University. TCU has had a you know tremendous last over a decade now of winning. And the year I let we lost. The year I left there, they won a bowl game too. So, so I missed two opportunities to earn a ball ring. And why, why do I say all this? I struggled literally for 20 years from I'm nine years old to almost 29 because after college, you know, I got become an entrepreneur and struggled for about eight or nine years too, not making any money, you know, but I guess, guess what I learned now that I look back, obviously I learned a lot and I pretty much figured out what not to do. And so at age 20, I'm 39 now, age 29, I started to get some traction. I really had my kind of first six-figure year there. and But it was 20 years of learning and struggle of learning how to lose, not happy with it at all. And, and it was one of those things that kind of weighed on my mind because I'm thinking, okay, am I a bad luck charm or am I like a foundation builder? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, <laughs> I got two ways to look at that. Obviously, I... I I had to rewire my brain and think, okay, I'm a foundation builder and that's what I do. And, and now, you know, based on, you know, the business that's happening and the, and the, and the, and the lives I'm impacting, heck, you know, yeah, I did build that foundation for the company that we have. And cause you know, now I've been here for 10 years, it's, it's working, you know, so it's great. And Fire Nation, what I'm getting from all of this is you need to be that change you wish to see in the world. I mean, Jefferson just could have gone on working 50 weeks a year and taking two weeks of vacation. You could have said, like, this doesn't have to be this way. Like, there, there is a way that we can make a shift in this dynamic and what exists right now. And he went on and did it. And now 300,000 people on the team, 
Very interesting story, Jefferson. I was totally wondering where the heck you were going with that. But you brought it around. You brought it around at the end. And yes. I get it. You're a foundation builder. It's like over half a million now. It's crazy. It's grown. Wow. So. Over 500,000 yeah. people now. Insane. Craziness. Hey, you didn't always have a team of almost 500,000 people. And you didn't always have a seven-figure income. And we've talked about all these things. So take us, Jefferson, to your worst entrepreneurial moment to date and tell us that specific story. Okay, so this is, this is going to be kind of funny because I'm being real and raw here. Okay, you ready? I'm 20, 20, 21 years old. I'm going to this nightclub and um, they had this thing called the Whippet Contest. All right. And it's like a best chess contest or something. And here's where I'm at I am broke. I am negative on my bank account and I've got to eat. So I get up on stage and do this best chess contest thing. So, it, and I won. So it was kind of cool. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, maybe I can do this every couple of weeks and I might earn some money, you know? <laughs> That was my worst entrepreneurial like experience, man, because I'm like, man, I got to do something to earn some money. <laughs> so that's where I was at. I'm going to dig deeper, Jefferson, because you won, you know, you, you won best chess contest. So I'm going to pull a red flag here, throw it on the field. You're a football guy. You get that. Let's go to a time that was devastating for you where, you know, I mean, that you just lost hard as an entrepreneur, as a business guy. Take us to that moment. I'm logging into my Washington Mutual bank account back when they were around. And uh, I think I met, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, you mentioned it in the intro. Yep. I was negative $1,100 in my bank account and $70,000 in debt. I was, I was going like, okay, I had like, I don't know, I had, I guess I, I, guess I had like $1,500 overdraft protection or Ouch. some weird thing going yeah. on. And I just pushed it to the red limit, man. And it was, stupid, but, uh, you know, obviously the bank was like, oh, sorry, we can't have you as an account holder anymore. Um, <laughs> they closed my bank account down. So that was, that was not fun. How does that feel? Like what was going through your mind at that point in life? Oh man. Well, you know, for me, yeah, I had my little pity party for like a few hours. Um, I think, you know, some people do it for days or weeks or months or even their whole life, but you know, I'm, I'm a pretty optimistic kind of guy. And I was just like, okay, I, I just kind of had to get over it. I'm like, okay, what, what else can I do? What? And so I just immediately shifted to solution oriented, you know, solution oriented, like, okay, what do I got to do? Like, what do I need to do? And that's what got me out of it because I started focusing on something else versus what just happened. Fire Nation, there's only one way that things in your life are ever going to change from the course you're on right now. And that's to take action. You can be an action taker or you can just be caught up in this river of life. And if that river is leading you towards a path of destruction, then you are going to go over that waterfall, period. So there's Jefferson heading towards that waterfall. You know, he could have sulked. He could have just bemoaned life or he could have stepped up and take action. So, I mean, no matter what situation you're in, Fire Nation, you always have that control to continue taking action or to shift that action into another direction. So love that. And I want to know, Jefferson, because you've had a lot of aha moments. You've had a lot of epiphanies throughout your life. Some you've acted upon, some you haven't, some have worked out, some haven't. But what's one aha moment that you've had that you think is going to resonate with our listeners, Fire Nation? And hopefully it doesn't include a Whippet's best of chess party, but, but maybe it <laughs> no, does. Who knows? But take us no. to that moment, Jefferson. Like, really break it down for us. Like, what was that moment in time? What was that idea that you acted upon? So I was at a seminar in New York. It was like a blizzard outside. And, 
And it was like this Saturday night spiritual equipping uh, optional thing, you know, and it was like, you know, if you're, you know, if you're fearful of this and you're feel like you're nobody, whatever, you need to come on out. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. This is, this is in the middle of a business seminar, but they had like an optional Saturday night thing. So I'm in there and, uh, the, the, the person that's speaking on stage is basically telling us, okay, hold your hands out in front of you and, and clench your fist like you're holding on a, a steering wheel really tight. And so, I, you know, we're out there clenching our fist and, and like we're holding a steering wheel. And, and she starts yelling at us going, you know, you're trying to control everything in your life. You just need to let go. And she just opened her hands, right? And that just hit me like a ton of bricks mm. right in the face. And I'm like, yeah, she's, I thought she was speaking to me, which probably was. And I was like, I'm trying to control everything. Every little thing I'm trying to control it on, I literally had no faith, you know, and, and the thing is, is she also talked about a book and this book was called God at work. And I'm not, you know, trying to, you know, tell anybody what to think here or whatever, but in this book, it was talking about how, you know, certain people are, you know, anointed to be a priest in the mar- priest in, in, in church and speak from the pulpit. And some people are anointed to be Kings in the marketplace. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And, and she was talking about like these business guys that made millions and millions of dollars. They kind of felt like, well, okay, I've done well in business, but I feel like the next level for me is to be some pastor on a, on a pulpit or something. And so they try to go start a church and do- doors would just shut and, and they'd go back to business. It would flourish. They go try to be a pastor. It would shut. And it was like, boom, like there's certain people that are just anointed to be a king in the mar- marketplace. Everything they touch just turns the gold and they're able to impact people out there in the marketplace. And so when I heard that, it like, that was another thing that hit me. It was like, whoa, okay. Well, maybe, you know, for me, it's, it's God. Like God put this desire to me to want to make money. I thought I just want to make money because my mom was broke and I didn't have it. And I just wanted to have the, ni- the nice clothes and the cars and all this. But it was something bigger because... We are, we were challenged and said, look, the reason why you need to go make a bunch of money is so you can be influential. So you can go do good things with it because right now there's not a lot of good people, got not a lot of good role models out there, you know? And so that, that kind of, that kind of, it was like a breastplate of armor, just kind of like, like I was like Optimus Prime or something, you know, I was like transforming, you know, and I was like, whoa, now I feel this meaning. I actually had this meaning of, okay, I linked this desire of wanting to make money because I want to go be influential so that I can go good, do good things with the money. And it was like, okay, I got it. And so, and so here's the aha moment here. And that, that was an aha for me, but here's the real aha moment. And I realized at that point that I was using people and loving money versus loving people and using money. And when that shift changed and I called you know, prospects and I called people and I did, I said, started doing conference calls and everything. People heard my come from was different. It was just totally different. They, they, they felt that I really cared, like truly cared about them. And that's, that's the sign of true leadership is no matter what it is, it's how you get influences, you got to care about the people that you're leading. So that was it for me. I like to use the word obligation here, Fire Nation. You are obligated to use your passions, to use your skill sets, your knowledge, your expertise to be successful in the world so that you can turn around and help others. And there's a great quote by Jay-Z, you can't help the poor if you're poor. It's just reality. So yep. get out there, be successful, and then turn around and do good. And just one sentence, Jefferson, what do you really want our listeners to get from your moment in time? I think that you're more powerful than you think you are. I think that you're doing better than you think you are and that you mean more than you think you do. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? 
I think it's the shiny object syndrome. I think it's the, you know, for me, I always want to learn more and, and all that. So I, you know, I tend to, to buy probably too many, you know, little picks and shovel tools for the internet marketing type stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm a great, I love to learn. So maybe I buy too many CDs and, and MP3 and online courses that I, a lot of them I haven't gone through yet, but maybe that's my weakness. I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I got to stay more focused on the things that are right in front of me versus what I think that could happen, you know, in the future there. The weapons of mass distraction, they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What's your biggest strength? I think it's persistence. I think it's it's me being creatively persistent and meaning that I don't just hammer one direction. It's it's a lot of different creative angles to try to get a deal done or to try to get someone's attention or to try to gain more influence. I'm always thinking of, of different ways to do that. Um, and so I think I'm pretty good at that, you know, and I think it's fun for me, you know, I, I think I enjoy that. And, um, and, and I think the other thing is, is I, I genuinely, um, I love to teach, you know, I, I, I um, yeah, you know, I, I wish when I was in history class in, in school, cause I didn't like history when I was in school cause I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I wish that the history teacher would have said, Hey, look, if you learn this, you won't repeat it. And here's some cool things and leadership things and ways that you can be and all these guys that you're learning from and all these presidents. Here's what they did right. And here's like nobody, I guess, contextualized or codified it for me. So I, so I can go, Oh, okay. I can use this stuff in the future when I grow up. I just didn't get it. It was, okay, turn to page 40, read this and answer these questions. I remember those days well, and it was my favorite subject, but it could have been done so much better. And one thing that jumps out to me, Jefferson, when you're talking about all this is that you started caring, you know, and to me, that's become such a huge strength for you because people could then hear it in your voice, see it in your face, in your actions, and that shifted everything. So Fire Nation, do you genuinely care? Do you genuinely care about those who you're trying to serve? Because when you do, when you just release and surrender to that really caring it just, it's such a perceptible change. People get that and they see it, they feel it. What's one thing, Jefferson, that has you fired up today? Well, I tell you, I mean, right now in today's time, I think is the, one of the most exciting times to be alive. I mean, we have, you know, 3 billion more people that are going to be coming on the internet over the next two and a half uh, to three years and, and that have never been on the internet. Uh, I mean, they're going to come in via a mobile device. Yeah. So, you know, there's so much opportunity out there to really impact people. And, you know, um, one of the things that, uh, that, that we're creating at my company is we're creating an app that's kind of like TripAdvisor meets Facebook meets Yelp to where people can post pictures, post reviews, post videos, add their friends, all kinds of cool stuff and actually earn trips while doing the things that they're already doing. You know, kind of like we're going to kind of do what Skype did to long distance or what Uber did to taxis or, you know, what Netflix did to Blockbuster. We're going to do the same thing to retail travel. We're going to show people how they can actually earn it from doing the things they want to do. So I'm just jacked up sideways about that because because the technology, we're able to really do some cool things. And now that the whole, you know, a lot of people are educated now because of Facebook and social media and all these different things. Now, when we roll something like this out, it makes sense because it's connecting a lot of like-minded people together. Wow. Love those analogies. And Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
you're an entrepreneur. It's who you are, and your business is on the rise. But sometimes it doesn't feel that way when banks make you jump through hoops to get the funding you need to grow. Funding Circle feels your pain, and they're here to offer you a better financing experience. With Funding Circle's fast, affordable business loans of up to $500,000, you can grow on your terms. Want to buy inventory, ramp up marketing, or expand your business to a new location? Your Funding Circle account manager has you covered. You can apply online in under 10 minutes and get funded in under 10 days. It's that simple. Check your eligibility for a Funding Circle loan in less than 60 seconds. Visit FundingCircle.com slash FIRE and enter promo code FIRE for $250 off your loan origination fee. Funding Circle has already lent over $1.5 billion to business owners just like you. Visit FundingCircle.com slash FIRE. Funding Circle, fast, affordable, small business loans. If you're a new business, I'm going to guess you're in the market for a logo and a website. But if you're like many, the idea of finding both a decent designer and a competent webmaster makes your head spin. That's where 99designs comes in. It's a one-stop shop for businesses looking to get off the ground with an affordable logo and website. First, you'll tell your designers about your brand and get dozens of custom logo options to choose from. Next, you'll get a ready-to-use, mobile-friendly website that you can easily edit. All that within a couple weeks, and that includes your domain name and host for a year. In today's digital age, a strong online presence is at least as important as securing your office space. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. To learn more and to get a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com slash fire. While you're there, check out some of the design projects I've done. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Jefferson, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think I just didn't know. I think I was scared of the unknown. I think I was um, didn't know if I was going to get enough support um, or education. It's an unknown there. I mean, because when, uh, when you look at becoming an entrepreneur, it's totally opposite from job, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like everything's done for you. You got your cubicle or desk and your pe- post-it notes, pencils, pe- uh, pens. You got your title, get your paycheck, boom, that's it. Over here at Entrepreneur, it's a totally blank slate, you know, and it's a little bit scary. And so I think I was, uh, that's what held me back. I didn't know. What's the best advice you've ever received? Direction when you need it is more important than knowledge. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I think it's getting up in the morning and moving, you know, getting on the treadmill, walking around the neighborhood. I drink my water and my greens first thing. Mm. And I just get myself in a positive mindset, listening to either podcast or some sort of sermon or personal development stuff and getting moving and getting my body moving. Because when my body moves, my brain's uh, engaged and it's, uh, it's, it's uh, on fire from there. Yeah. Let's just get the blood pumping, the air going through the system, fire nation, get up and move. And do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I use Flight Tracker Pro, which is really cool, so I can track flights and stuff. But some people don't. I use it a different way too. Is I, I use it because I'm in Dallas, so I I go I can go almost nonstop anywhere. So if you know you're going nonstop somewhere, I, I pull up Flight Flight Tracker of where I want to go. You know, I put in my flights because yeah, you can go on the internet and watch and, and 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 pull up flights. But I go there to see all the flights, and that's just a little thing that that, that I use to help me get to make quick decisions when I'm you know I've got my calendar in front of me and I'm trying to you know book a flight somewhere. It just really helps me. And then obviously when I've got guests flying into town or whatever, I can track and see when they're coming in and things like that. So that's one, one resource that, that really helps a lot. It's really cool. 
So Fire Nation, Jefferson Santos is the author of a really cool book, Higher Life Design, Arrive at Your Intended Destination, Healthy, Wealthy, and Happy. So definitely check that out if you're liking what he's got going on today. And beyond that, Jefferson, what is a book that you'd recommend to Fire Nation and why? Well, there's so many books out there, and uh, but one one book that's tried and true is The Magic of Thinking Big uh, by David Schwartz. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, uh, you know, we, we can get paid for working with our hands, you know, and, and that's cool. But if we really want to be the multiplier and be able to really impact, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the world, we got to work with our mind and our thinking. And so I think that's the, 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 the precious bubble that we need to protect is, you know, what we let into our brains. And I think that, you know, we have passcodes for our iPhones and, and, and computers and things like that. But do you have a passcode for your brain? And the thing is, is sometimes we let other content just get into our brain and it just sits there, right? So we have to really protect what we take in. And so The Magic of Thinking Big is an incredible book. And if you haven't, if you've heard, read that book before a few years ago, I would read it again because now that we all grow, you know, every week, every year, uh, you're going to hear it and, and, and receive it in a different way. So that's my recommendation on that. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And I can actually tell you The Magic of Thinking Big is one of the best done audiobooks I've actually ever listened to. I mean, they have sound effects. It's, it's really incredible. It's really well done. So check that out. And Jefferson, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's also a doozy. <laughs> Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. It's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, really simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go meet some new people, build some relationships, find out what they need, and then I'm going to show them what I got. I'm going to show them an opportunity, some sort of an opportunity where I can team up with them and we can work together on a project. And, you know, if, 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 if the, I know the question didn't mention that I didn't have my travel company, so if I can show them what I'm doing or whatever, whatever, I find an opportunity, build relationships with people and then team up. And that's what I would do. And, and, and because I think that there's too many people in life trying to go about it on their own. And I think that if we can team up, uh, with people that are like-minded or people that have the same, same cause, we can do something huge. I mean, you know, when geese fly south for the winter, they fly in V formation and they, they draft each other basically and they provide 70% more lift and then go 70% further. And so hopefully we have a sense of a goose and we can learn how to team up and, and accomplish it. So that was, that's what I would do in the first seven days. I'd meet some people, build those relationships, find an opportunity and then marry the two. There it is, Fire Nation. Build relationships, make each other stronger. And Jefferson, let's end today on fire, brother, with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say bye-bye. We're born with desire. And, and every every successful person has these five things that we're all born with. I read a book called uh, uh, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, and he talks about how an eagle has this desire in its heart to want to fly. So it's designed with all the right parts to fly. And so its destiny is to fly. You know, same thing with a tiger. A tiger's desire is to hunt. So it's designed with all the right parts to hunt, the big paws, big teeth, big nail, all that good stuff. And its destiny is to hunt. Us, we're born with, we want to be successful, okay? We're born with all the right 
parts for success. And here, here are the five things that we're born with that every successful person already has that we're already born with. Number one, enthusiasm. Show me any two or three-year-old that didn't have enthusiasm about life, right? Show me any successful person that's not enthusiastic about their product or service, right? Then you got persistence. You know, once again, a small child, very persistent. You know, I remember when I was, you know, going, uh, you know, my, my sister was roller skating back in the day and I'd go to the, to the roller skating meets and I asked my mom for a quarter. I was a little kid. Hey, mom, can I have a quarter? Can I have a quarter? Go play a video game. Come back. Ask her for a quarter. Show me no, no, 10 times in a row. I did never heard no. I just keep on asking. So persistence, every successful person has it. Okay. The third thing that we're all born with is adventurous spirit. We, we, we learn, we, we, we jump off the top bunk to see if we can fly. We, we see what dirt tastes like. You know, we see what a worm tastes like. We have this adventurous spirit, right? Every, we're risk takers. You know, the thing is, is something happened to us some along, sometime along the way when we were growing up as adults is we stopped taking risks for some reason. But guess what? Every successful person takes risks. Okay. Number four, the gift to get over it. Every, Every person, we're all born with a gift to get over it. My nephew got knocked over by my sister's German Shepherd. He's 150 pounds. He was three years old. He got knocked over. He cried for two seconds, got back up, started playing again. He didn't get all his friends around the neighborhood and said, hey, you know, let's sue the dog breeder. No, it's like he got (laughs) over it. You know, the things that we have to get over that happened 5, 10, 15, 25 years ago. Every successful person has gotten over their, their struggles and they've learned from them and they've applied that. And the last thing that we're all born with that every successful person has is the gift of faith. I mean, think about this. You know, we believed that this jolly old fellow on December 24th was going to come down a chimney we didn't even have, you know, or, or the tooth fairy, you know, was going to you know, get, give us a nickel or five bucks or 50 bucks or not 50 bucks, but you know, depending on the economy, (laughs) wherever you're at, right. Don't let your kids hear this. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, and then, uh, the Easter bunny. Right. And and so like that, but that was, those were the quote unquote good old days, right? Cause we had faith, childlike faith. And so to be successful, every successful person has childlike faith. We have to have that. So those five things you already have in you, you're already destined for success. And that's what it's all about. So yeah, to get a hold of me, just, you know, go to jeffersonsantos.com. I also have a Higher Life Design podcast up on, uh, you know, up on iTunes and, uh, and the, the book is higherlifedesignbook.com. So uh, there you go. And uh, back to you, John. Appreciate well, it. Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JS and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jefferson in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. You can check out his book, the resource that he recommended. You can check out his website, jeffersonsantos.com. Of course, his podcast. And Jefferson, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, bud. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The number one trait successful entrepreneurs have in common is they know how to set and accomplish goals. Allow me to introduce the Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal is my passion project that will guide you in setting a SMART goal and accomplishing it in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com to find out more. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.